I'm Michaela Pogner, Associate Editor of Precision Farming Dealer. Welcome to the latest episode of the Precision Farming Dealer podcast. New episodes of this series are available wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to get an alert when upcoming episodes are released. Canadian ag tech company Clean Seed Capital aims to revolutionize planting with its Smart Seeder Max, a 60-row planter described as an inkjet printer for the field. The no-till planter allows the operator to control up to five independent products as well as six in-ground placement options per row, providing prescription input accuracy on an almost plant-by-plant level. In part one of our two-part series with Colin Rush, Clean Seed's Chief Operating Officer, Colin introduces the Smart Seeder Max, explains how the company is choosing dealer partners, and outlines the sales strategy for this new precision technology. My name is Colin Rush. I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Clean Seed Agriculture Technologies. We are the makers of the world's first uh, smart seeder and and known as the Smart Seeder Max. It's a very different and revolutionary uh, planting and seeding technology that uh, does a lot of different changes um, in in the way we we interact with the ground. We we are a true no-till one-pass machine that allows you to put precision seeds down along with precision um, metering of uh, dry fertilizer and we allow you to change where that uh, fertilizer goes in relation to the seed based on your soil conditions, moisture, etc. Um, we also have a very different uh, way of accessing that, that uh, data that make it actionable um, down to an extremely high resolution. So we, we have up to five different products that you can meter uh, in, the, in the field. Um, and we can meter those out of 300 independent control points on our 60-foot machine allowing you to basically become a giant printer across the field. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just bringing this technology uh, um, as, as agronomy and, and the needs to, to push the agronomy and those yields and, and cost savings um, become more and more of a concern for farmers, especially with high input prices. Um, we're seeing just tremendous response here as we enter into our commercialization phase. Mm-hmm. Can you describe a little bit more what the Smart Cedar Max looks like and what components are mm-hmm. part of it? Yeah, so, so the Smart Cedar Max, uh, once you once you see it, um, it, it looks nothing like uh, either the, the existing planting or seeding uh, air seeding technologies out there. Uh, it's it's best to describe. You know, people ask me, well, you know, is this an air seeder? Is it a planter? And the answer is, it, it, it's kind of both. And it's neither. Uh, it combines uh, the benefits of the air seeding technologies, which is air seeders are very good at covering large amounts of acres per day. Uh, they're very efficient that way in terms of, uh, of getting across the field, getting through you know, relatively no-till uh, conditions. Uh, planters, on the other hand, are very precise at putting down you know, that seed, uh, those plant stands that we're used to seeing um, you know, corn and soybeans. Um, but they, they really don't put down you know, the growing season fertility. So the Smart Seeder Max is a front folding toolbar on a single bar. Um, in our current configuration, we, we've, uh, we've got a 60 foot front folding uh, toolbar uh, on 12 inch spacing. And what we, what we do is we actually don't meter at all uh, from a central cart system, which you'd see with strip till, you'll see with air seeding. We have uh, the ability to basically meter up to five independent products over top of the row. 
So what that looks like is, is there's actually 300 different electric meters. And these are not DC motors that you'd see in, the, in your planters. These are stepper motors. So they're very power efficient. They take about 20% of the power of uh, DC motors that would run you know, a lot of the, the planters that you see um, in North America. Um, and we essentially become this giant printer across the field. Um, and we can put everything down from Alice's breaker. So you're looking at everything from, you know, herbicide, micronutrients, macronutrients up from ounces to, you know, 250 pounds per uh, tank at field speed of, of up to five miles an hour. So we're, we're really taking everything that was, was good about uh, the planters, which is the precision seeding, with, coupled with the efficiency of the air seeders, but we're doing it in a much more precise manner on the metering side. On the opener side, because we actually meter over the top of the row, we use gravity to move those products down into the furrow. Um, we can actually change where the product goes in relation to the seed. So with a planter or seeder, you essentially have uh, you know where the hose goes, whether you're putting liquid uh, fertilizer out or or an air uh, hose. Um, that product's coming out into the furrow where, where that hose is is, is uh, deployed uh, in the furrow. We actually have a triple shot opener. And we can actually move uh, and, and direct each product independently uh, out a different port. In fact, we have six different product placements that uh, that product can go in the furrow. So, so now you have an advantage in kind of a, an industry first, which is, yes, we have metering uh, you know, almost 300 independent seeders, essentially variable rate seeders uh, on a single unit uh, to create that printer. But we can actually also now direct based on soil conditions, um, you know, your, whether it's uh, your sand, silt, or clay, whether you have uh, high organic matter, whether what your moisture is, we can actually direct that, that seed fertilizer distance uh, and ratio furrow. So we're really putting out, giving people, uh, producers, agronomists, uh, and companies uh, the ability to uh, push their agronomy like they've never done before. Um, and, and that's uh, really the basis of the Smart Seer Max. Who do you see as the ideal customer to use the Smart Seeder Max? Yeah, so, so we we get a lot of those questions to say, you know, you know, where's your target market uh, on here? We, we certainly started the the technology um, as really a, a true enhancement, something very disruptive in the air seeder market, and, and we knew that if we were going to go into the U.S. We, we needed to get into the, the singulation market as well. Um, so if you look at really the, the trend in, in the U.S., especially on, on strip till where, you know, uh, customers were not happy with, uh, you know, tilling and then either broadcasting or, or, or banding uh, fertilizer at high rates. They wanted a, a more precision. So, they're, you know, they're putting the strip till out there either uh, in the fall or in the spring, and then they're coming back <clears throat> with the planter. But those are two separate operations. So as you, as you look at you know, the, the kind of the future issues to say, look, we're, we're in a lot of droughts lately where we want to preserve moisture. Um, we want to preserve organic matter, which in turn does things like carbon sequestration. There's carbon credits available for additional sources of income. Anybody that wants to reduce their passes, um, increase their organic matter, and basically put down all of their growing season uh, fertility needs in the root zone with the uh, with a precision place seed and vacuum meter uh, is somebody that's gonna look at this. So anywhere that farmers can, can reduce uh, fertilizer use, increase their fertilizer efficiency, but still maintain that, that high precision that they're used to having with a planter are gonna look at this technology. 
Um, the technology itself is is uh, is neat because it, it does row by row. So a smart seeder is essentially a one row, five product independent variable rate seeder uh, and planter. But we can make that scalable, whether it's one row or 50 rows, uh, because we, we have the technology to deliver that product over top of those rows on demand. And that's what we use air for. But because we meter everything over top of the row, we can suddenly now uh, do some really neat things. So we can actually shut off every other row. So if you want to do variable rate, uh, if you wanted to go from a 12 inch with a four inch paired row uh, grain seeding, uh, like you'd want in your cereals, to all want to do 36 inch uh, row corn, all we would do is lock up every two rows. If you wanted to do true cover cropping in a single pass um, and basically put, uh, whether it's soybeans and a, and a cereal between it, um, to again preserve that uh, that moisture and build that organic matter, we can certainly do that. If you're a seed grower that wanted to have male and female plants and they wanted to alternate or have 10 male plants and 10 female plants, again, these are all capabilities inherently built into the Smart Seeder Max because we meter over top of the row. Again, like that giant printer concept. It sounds like there's a lot of capabilities for people to test different configurations of crops. I'm curious what um, the people who have run these already, what they've decided to do with the ability to do that variable rate by row. Yeah. So, so um, the first thing is, is the, the agronomists um, are, are very excited. Um, you know, to date, there really hasn't been a lot of advancements in, in planting and seeding technology to really push agronomy down beyond that 10 foot level, which is kind of considered that more that that uh, high resolution um, uh, prescription mapping to say, as you look at across the soil zone, you know, whether it's a you know, half mile by half mile field, um, you know, there might be as many as 11 different uh, soil zones. And, and in that they'd have polygons that would be, you know, 10 foot square. So what this allows you to do is, is get down to almost a plant by plant level type of uh, environment. So seed is, is definitely, you know, half the equation, putting that, that precision seed. And we've known that for planters for years. Every time we can space those plants out, it gives in a part at the perfect depth, at the perfect uh, um, packing pressure. Uh, we know that's going to give us our best yield opportunity. But the, but the half of, of that that has been missing in order to push those yields out there at the, at the uh, least cost, which is putting fertility uh, in conjunction with that precision planting seed uh, uh, essentially in the root zone. So that's going <clears> to <throat> do everything from reduce uh, uh, costs on, on your overall fertilizer costs with everything like row by row shutoff turn compensation. But it's also going to give you the best yield opportunities uh, at your lowest cost. So as, as we go into it, where, you know, if you look at fertility, you know, you go back 12 months ago, Guys are in the U.S. are buying, you know, whether it was in hydrus or, or urea, you know, three to four hundred dollars a ton, and now we're double and 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 even even more than double that uh, here. People are looking to say, well, do I cut back on fertilizer or do I just get more efficient? So if you get a machine, or that can replace, you know, several machines, whether it's a fertilizer bar, a strip till, uh, a different seeder, or an investment in a planter that does all of these things, this is essentially a Swiss Army tool that allows you to do everything you wanted to do agronomically this is this is where uh, people really see the value of the smart seeder as for the people who have operated it we have everybody from guys growing canola guys growing uh, that uh, switch out between corn soybeans and grains 
people that want to do true intercropping where they want to put down three commercial crops and take them all off commercially. People that want to do uh, in-ground soil amendments instead of, you know, lime in the field. We look at um, our system can do things like maintenance lime in the furrow. Um, and, and that's a capability of the smart seeder that, that really air seeders and planters don't have. You're talking about separate operations. <clears throat> At the end of the day, if you can reduce those operations, give them a very precise tool and say, you know, whatever you want to seed or plant, uh, we can put both down fertility and, and the seed uh, in, a, in a true no-till pass. Uh, it's pretty incredible. And we've just had tremendous response here. What uh, what kind of data are they getting, and what does it allow them to do? Sure. Obviously, you know, the debate around data, farmers own the data. Uh, they own the data that uh, goes into creating that that prescription file, that, whether it's a GeoJSON or a shapefile uh, on there. The Smart Seeder Max, we have a uh, built-in edge computing system on the unit. And I'll give you a number here. If you look at a half-mile by half-mile field, um, and you were to have five independent variable rate products that you were going to change every square foot and every row was going to change. That could be up to 1.2 billion changes in a cedar to, to across a half mile field. That's a lot of data. Now, most technologies out there uh, that are in planting and seeding would just melt down. They just can't handle both the level of input or the level of output. We've built in our system around that that is our base level standard that, that uses about 15% of our CPU. So everything that we import is exactly what you would take from any agronomist, uh, you know, really across the world in a shape or, or GeoJSON file. We export that um, in an as applied format. We put it into our cloud. They can access and bring that data into any um, um, basically platform, you know, whether it's a John Deere operations center, whether it's, uh, you know, the, the climate field view. Um, and, and we're just working, we're going to be working this year on setting up APIs to make that even a little bit easier. But the issue is, is even look at transparency to say, you know, what happened in this square foot, not only in my, my uh, you know, with my precision seeding uh, rate, but what happened with my fertility rate, we can really dictate that at the level. So the, actually the data we can take and the data we can output are far in advance of really what, what is way more than what's on the market today. Before we get back to the conversation, I'd like to invite you to the upcoming Dealership Mind Summit in Iowa City, Iowa, July 26th through 27th. This two-day dealers-only conference offers knowledge-packed general sessions, panels, roundtable discussions, networking, and more. Mark your calendars for July 26th through 27th and register online at dealershipmindsummit.com. Now let's get back to the conversation as Colin outlines what Clancy Capital looks for in its dealer partners. How can farmers purchase the Smart Cedar Max to start with? Yeah, so so we have uh, just been signing up uh, dealers here uh, because this uh, 2022 or spring 2022 was our first commercial year. We've just put a few units out in 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 uh, basically a pre-commercial launch uh, for uh, the spring. Uh, we signed uh, dealers up here in Canada. Um, we will be bringing out a 48-row 15-inch machine for the U.S. market, again, to uh, get those guys that want to do 15-inch soybean and 30-inch and corn as an option uh, in between. Uh, so in the next coming six months here in conjunction with our, uh, we're going to be at uh, the Farm Progress Show 
this year and launching our 48 Rule 15, we'll be announcing a lot, <clears throat> a lot of dealers here through the Dakotas, uh, you know, Minnesota, and we'll be expanding on that as we uh, as we, we grow and, and get our uh, Smart Cedar Max um, um, put out to market here. So again, we're in the uh, early stages. We've, we've had a number of talks here with uh, with uh, equipment dealers uh, in all all through North America as well as uh, worldwide. And uh, we'll be uh, going into our first full production year, which will be opening up pricing uh, in um, in uh, March of this year for spring of 23. Um, so if you want to know more, you can go to our website, contact us directly, and we can point to a dealer that we're talking to in your area. Uh, that's at smartcedarmax.com, uh, or you can certainly give them my information, and, and I'd be happy to take their call. Okay. And how are you choosing the dealers that um, you currently have in your Canadian network? And then what are some of the criteria that you're going to look for for the U.S. market? So uh, we're certainly a premium uh, machine, um, and and uh, by by premium, I said we're we're at the top end of, of what you consider a very high end planter or air seeding uh, equipment in the market. Uh, so we're looking at uh, at dealers that understand the value proposition. They're used to selling value in their equipment. That it's not just um, about dollars and cents. It's about the value that it can give you. So we're usually looking at the premium agriculture equipment uh, dealers out there uh, associated with some of the OEM brands. Um, that being said is we do have uh, um, some relationships with a, what we call agronomy partners that are, are agronomy companies that, that also want to bring this technology to their customers out there. And what we do is, is we, uh, they give us uh, sales leads and, and essentially we, we uh, give them a portion of, of that sale. Um, so, uh, as we look for dealers, we're looking for, for dealers that understand that value proposition, used to selling value on here. Because again, this is this is not just a planting and seeding, you know, technology or piece of equipment. This is really a, a, an agronomic solution that is going to maximize the return uh, for, for farms. Um, so if, the, if people are interested in becoming dealers in certain areas, um, I encourage them again to, to get in touch with us. We're, we're always happy to take their call and to start a conversation of whether the Smart Cedar Max would be a great fit for, for not only their area, but for their business as well. And how many of the Smart Cedar Maxes have you sold so far? Yeah, so we've done a limited production run uh, for uh, this spring here. Uh, all of them have been sold into uh, Canada. I won't get into the specific uh, numbers here. Uh, again, just uh, we we are in a competitive uh, thing, but we do have a, a kind of a, a full uh, uh, production cycle planned here for 2023, uh, which at this point uh, uh, we expect to be uh, sold out here by midsummer uh, for that. So. And are you publicly releasing the cost of it? Um, so what we'll do is, uh, if people want to know the cost of it, uh, we will uh, point them to a dealer in the area, and that dealers can provide uh, quotes just like they would do with uh, with most other equipment uh, uh, that they purchase today. So um, again, you know, we we are on the premium end of uh, you know of, of, of the planter market. So if you look at uh, if you look at a, a forty row fifteen uh, you know planter that uh, uh, kind of has all the bells and whistles in in the United States. Um, we would be in and around that uh, that price range based on the options that the customer uh, looked at for kind of our flagship uh, Max S model, which is which is with our simulation. Um, so again, uh, a premium, but if you look at the value uh, proposition that we bring, uh, really essentially a bit of a deal uh, based on you can you can consider eliminating operations on your farm 
considering um, maybe uh, paring down your equipment because we do have a piece of equipment that that in technology that can do uh, multiple operations that you may be doing in multiple separate separate passes on your on your farm today. And I think that can't be said enough how much the value of that time savings could be for somebody. Oh, oh, certainly. You know, and and um, you know, up in Canada where we develop the technologies, you know, a lot of the innovation has come around. Uh, we had, we generally had 120 frost-free days in Canada. You know, so doing separate operations uh, is usually a non-starter with that. But even you know, as you get into the Midwest and the U.S., where they they have you know that extra month, that extra 30 days. Um, I don't know any farmer out there that says he has a lot of free time. Can uh, if we can give them financial benefits and also reduce their, you know, their their ability to make passes across the field. Um, certainly, it's a win-win for everyone. Could you tell me a little bit about where the Smart Cedar Max is being manufactured? Sure. So uh, the what we do is um, we're an assembler of our technologies. We have a lot of manufacturing partners. We have a manufacturing partner in Fargo, North Dakota. Um, they make our front folding uh, toolbar and our uh, tanks. Our uh, row units here are made in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. Um, and uh, we have an assembly facility here in Saskatoon. So we're the last uh, people that we basically put the units together, uh, mirror them up with the options that the customers order. We're the last ones to to touch those units before they go to the customer. Uh, our units are really designed uh, much like a planter to essentially roll off the truck uh, and you can be planting or seeding within that, that hour time frame. Uh, we want to make sure that the customer has an outstanding customer experience on that. Um, so we're really an assembler of technology. Our, 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 our Saskatoon facilities are very much more like an automotive assembly plant. We're very white, clean floors that we have. Uh, designed to to implement the technology that we've spent uh, really the last 10 years uh, developing and patenting uh, for the Smart Cedar Max. So a different model that, than you think of the traditional uh, uh, ag manufacturers for planting and seeding. Uh, and we're very proud of uh, us uh, bringing this machine to the market now. I saw a photo, I think you posted it on Twitter, of your white and clean facility. And it is pretty amazing to think that Things are being manufactured in this space that's so clean. It, it is a very different way to think about uh, about things, and um, but if you think about you know uh, every vehicle that you buy, you know uh, it, it has that exact same thing. So we we, we partner with very good uh, manufacturing partners that are good at what they do, uh, you know uh, welding, uh, manufacturing, laser cutting, painting, etc. And, and we're really the, the integrators of the technology to make sure that they deliver that value for our customers. Um, and again, it, it allows us to do what we do best, which as a technology company to give you that, that value. Um, and it also uh, grows their business as well as we, we have long-term manufacturing partners that work with us. Have you or your manufacturing partners been affected by the supply chain issues? Yeah, I, I really don't think there's a company on, on earth that hasn't been uh, affected by, uh, by some, you know, our story is no different. Uh, you know, everything from tires to track assemblies to hydraulics to access to uh, computer chips, uh, plastics, et cetera. Um, what it's done is, is forced us to, to you know, kind of, you know, go out from what has traditionally been more of that six-month window where you do forecasting out to, you know, really up to 18 months, depending on long lead components here. So what we've done here, uh, as we get into our full, our full, first full production year for, for 2023, um, we're actually coming out with our order program uh, almost four months early, 
uh, in order to give customers, uh, you know, that time to put their orders in, um, you know, so we can forecast and, and we, we won't disappoint on getting them uh, those units. So, so the answer is, is yes, uh, we have. We, we had some contingency plans we had to execute on uh, to make sure that our customers that have ordered units were taken care of for the spring. Um, but, um, you know, at this point, uh, we, we believe that our, uh, our um, uh, global uh, procurement and, and production cycle here is, is, is robust enough now to, to handle most hiccups, um, just like everybody else. And, and uh, so that's what we're going to intend to do as we, as we grow our business. And as you're thinking about 2023 and getting these orders and getting the word out to people, what is your sales strategy? Yeah, so so the Smart Seeder Max is a very different way of thinking about planting and seeding. Um, and uh, depending on, on what, what a producer grows, there is a bit of an education process to say, you know, what am I losing um, and what am I potentially gaining by, by moving towards a Smart Seeder Max technology? Um, so a lot of our, our sales strategy is going to be based on demonstration with key producers. Uh, it's going to be based on a lot of... Um, uh, social media, you know, small snippets of TED Talk type of, of things of, of knowing the awareness of what's happening in and around their farm and their their local area, uh, harnessing some of the new income opportunities, everything from carbon credits to regenerative ag uh, type discussions. Um, so in conjunction with demonstration and, and really, you know, that traditional sales push that you may attribute to uh, the existing kind of, you know, the, the ag uh, technologies, uh, the, you know, the low interest uh, type of push, um, we're really pushing more on on the the, uh, the knowledge and the the agronomic uh, type of value that you can gain from there. So you're going to see a lot more educational type of of sales push, uh, and and we expect and in fact we've seen this uh, the the sales are much more organic then because people are we're coming to, they're coming to us for a solution to some of the things they're seeing or they want to do on their on their on their farms that they haven't been able to do with equipment limitations in the past. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to join us for the second half of this conversation, releasing in late February. In part two, Colin talks about clean seed capital's origins in sustainable agriculture and how being a publicly traded company impacts its practices. Your feedback about every episode is always welcome, so leave a comment on our website, send me an email at mpawkner at lessetermedia.com, or give me a call at 262-777-2441 to share your thoughts. From all of us here at Precision Farming Dealer, I'm Associate Editor Michaela Pawkner. Thanks for listening.